Hello and welcome to Dolph's Parlor, the podcast that gets you hard, or wet, or whatever anatomical reaction may ensue from you being deeply, tantalizingly, sensually aroused. I'm your host, Dolph Metzen. Today I have a very special, true story, written by yours truly. Okay, I have to admit, there may be one or two embellishments that I included just to help the flow of the story, if you know what I mean. To very briefly summarize, this story is about how my friend Max and I met up with a couple Mormon girls at their church. It was a wild night, to be sure, and I know you're going to enjoy this story. So, without further ado, grab the lube, a towel, and get stroking, because the show is about to begin. This story happened in 2012, while I was stationed at Fort Lewis in Washington State. It was definitely among the most bizarre nights of my life. Only a few weeks prior, my brigade had returned from a year-long tour in Afghanistan. I had a few good friends from my military intelligence company who were always looking to get into some fresh trouble. We would take down a six-pack apiece almost every night and were usually down to score some coke or mushrooms or any other drug that wouldn't show up in a piss test. It was a rowdy time in my life. Naturally, I'm actually more of a reserved, bookish type, but my friends encouraged me to break my boundaries and do daring things that, ordinarily, would have never entered my mind. This is the account of one such event. You can imagine that after being relatively sex-deprived for a year in Afghanistan, our minds were extremely clouded with sexual energy and lust. One night after work, my friends Jacob, Max, and myself were all drinking at the patio table outside our barracks apartment. Once we were about three drinks deep, Max busted out his phone, eager to show off evidence of his most recent sexual exploits. He was excited. After you guys left the club Saturday, I started grinding on this sexy Mexican girl. We weren't even fucking dancing. She was just rubbing her ass all over my cock. He laughed. This was somewhat noteworthy, as none of us had ever had much luck at the clubs. The girls usually just wanted to dance with one another and shunned any guy trying to make a move. Next thing, I've got her up against the wall with my tongue down her throat and a hand down her pants. She whispered in my ear, let's take this to the bathroom for some privacy. I was completely wasted at this point, so I didn't think twice. There were two other girls in there, but they just laughed and cheered us on as we went into the stall. He flipped through his phone and presented it to us. This bitch gave me the sloppiest fucking head I've ever had. He played the video, showing his cock getting swallowed over and over again by this little petite Latina, with drool running down her chin, looking up at the camera with wide eyes. Come on, man, I don't want to see your dick, Jacob complained. Right there in the bathroom, huh? Pretty fucking wild, man, I said, encouraging him partially hoping that would egg him on to show any other videos he might have on his phone. Did she swallow? I asked. Nah. After a minute, she said her jaw was tired, and I fucked her for like 30 seconds before I busted. (laughs) He laughed. 
it wasn't my best game, but I wasn't trying to spend forever fucking next to a toilet, you know? His video had gotten me pretty horned up, and I caught myself rubbing my semi over my jeans. What about you, Dolph? Any luck on Tinder? He asked. Maybe. There's this girl who seems really into me, but she said she's 18 and Mormon, so I doubt if she's putting out. I pulled out my phone to show him her picture, and he took it from my hands. Damn, she's fine. I don't know, man. I think she's freaky. I can see half her ass cheek in this picture. And, you know, those repressed religious girls. He trailed off as he was clicking around on the phone. I could tell he was typing something. Dude, what the hell? What are you saying to her? I said as he halfway turned around to avoid me snatching the phone from him. There, he said. Now we can find out if she's worth your time. He handed the phone back to me. Immediately, I looked to see what he had written. How about you come over tonight and show me them titties? Great, I thought. That's the last I'll ever hear from her. To my surprise, she almost immediately responded back with a laughing emoji and said if I wanted to see them, I was going to have to help her out. She then explained that her parents were forcing her to go to this mixer at her church, even though she was going to be the oldest one there, and none of the other seniors had to go. She suggested if I were to go with her and be her date, then we could sneak out and take shots, and when the opportunity arose, she would reward me. Ask her if she has a friend, Max insisted. You're not crashing a Mormon high school dance without me. I did as instructed, and sure enough, she had an accomplice who was also looking to get wild at the Mormon temple. She sent me a picture of a busty brunette, probably 18 or 19, wearing a short skirt and a v-neck sweater that cut low enough to show off her cleavage. In turn, I sent a shirtless picture of Max that he used at every opportunity with girls online because it showed his pronounced dick print as well as the V above his crotch, which he claimed every girl obsesses over. Be there at 7.30, and don't forget the fireball, she had typed. We hurried to shower, and got dressed in some nice slacks, a button-down, and we even wore ties. I guess we figured that if we were going to blend in and convince the chaperones that we were nice Mormon boys, then we had to sell it. We left in a rush, and on the way up Highway 5, stopped off to buy a bottle of Fireball, <laughs> the drink of choice for young dames. On the way, Max asked me to see the picture of his date again, and I could tell he was getting really horned up by how long and how often he was looking at the picture, staring at the girl's tits. Honestly, I was getting nervous as we pulled up to the Mormon church. I always get first date nerves, but... Add to that the possibility of being thrown out of a church for being a perv and intoxicating young girls. On the other hand, my cock was already half-hard at the thought of fingering this girl's soaking pussy in such a public setting, the same place where her family worships. On the balance of things, I probably would have thought better of it and bailed if I didn't have Max there with me. I parked the car and texted Annie that we were walking up. She and her friend Maddie met us outside the building, and we exchanged introductions. I went in to give Annie a hug, and while I had my arms around her, 
She rubbed her hand down my back and gave my ass a firm squeeze. So glad you could come, she said. You won't regret it. Before we went inside, Annie gave us our cover story, telling us that we are both 19, we go to a different church, and we met online at a Mormon community outreach forum. She ushered us inside and immediately started introducing us to people. We met her grandfather, her youth pastor, her aunt, and some other random people. Her grandfather was a really sweet man who had all sorts of questions for us, of which Annie usually interjected to answer. That was a good call on her part, because I don't know anything about Mormon society, and we'd surely have been found out sooner or later. I felt a little bad, thinking I was about to defile this man's granddaughter, but those thoughts quickly fled once we were on the dance floor. I don't recall what kind of music was playing as we danced. My mind was squarely focused on how much of Annie's body I could touch without arousing suspicion from the others around us. It turns out, quite a lot. Annie found ways of gliding us into spots that were crowded enough so that she could rub my dick or grab my ass without anyone seeing. It drove me wild how she would look into my eyes with pure lust and a kinky smile as she outlined my rock-hard cock with her fingers. I shifted my dick under my belt to hide my erection and leaned into her ear and asked if she was ready to take some shots. She took my hand and pulled us away to find Maddie and Max. Luckily, there was a big enough crowd at the mixer that we were able to slip out of the building pretty easily. We headed to the parking lot and retrieved the fireball. Each of us took a swig of the bottle and handed it around. Max took the bottle last. He took a big gulp for himself and then told Maddie to open her mouth. He then proceeded to lock his lips around hers and feed her the whiskey from his own mouth. Meanwhile, Annie started fidgeting with my zipper. Let's find out which one's bigger, she giggled, acting more drunk than she really could have been. She opened my fly and fished out my cock. My little man wasn't really hard at this point, but Annie tugged and wiggled it until he once again rose to attention. Maddie pulled out Max's tool as well and he and I just laughed hysterically, looking at each other in such a way as to say, these girls are fucking nuts. I have to say that Max has me beat with his eight or so inches to my six, but luckily the girls weren't really interested in comparing. Annie spat on my dick to lube it up. The way she was working my cock, it was pretty obvious that this was not her first time handling one. That feels great, but maybe we should continue in the car? I suggested. Everyone agreed, and Maddie went to move her own car next to mine for her and Max to use. I opened my car door, and Annie bounced in the back seat excitedly. Before I could even get in and shut the door, Annie's mouth was on my dick. She had one hand gently squeezing my balls, while the other followed her mouth up and down my shaft. She stopped briefly to suction each of my balls into her mouth, and then ran her tongue up my shaft and glided it around the head. Honestly, I could feel myself getting pretty close after just a couple minutes of this treatment, so I sat her up and pulled her dress off. I looked over and could make out Max sucking on Maddie's nipples in the car next to ours as she straddled his lap. 
her body was rocking back and forth, so I guess he already had his dick buried in her insides. Annie was watching as well, so I commented, saying, I guess your friend isn't one for foreplay? Annie leaned over, and smiling, slowly dragged her tongue up the side of my cheek. Fuck me, please, was all that she said. I unbuckled her bra while she shimmied out of her panties. She had small perky breasts that fit nicely into my hand, and her pussy was shaved completely clean. I inserted my index and middle finger into her and found a good rhythm fingering her as we tongued each other madly. At this point, it was clear that she was a freak, so I reached my hand up to hold her jaw and then pushed my fingers into her mouth, giving her a taste of her own nectar. Her tongue traced my fingers to get a good taste, and then she practically lunged onto my lap and quickly guided my raw cock into her juicy cunt. I actually had intended to use a condom, but once my dick was inside of her and enveloped in her warm, silky pussy, there was no way I was going to find the strength to put a rubber on. She rested both her hands on my chest and clutched onto my pecs, pushing herself up and down. There wasn't much I could do in this position to move my hips, so I just grabbed a firm hold of her ass to help her movements. Her long hair fell on my shoulders as she sucked on my neck and started grinding in circular motions. Oh baby, fuck me, fuck me, she said in between her loud moans of pleasure. Oh my god, I'm coming, I'm coming. I felt her lips clench hard around my cock as she picked up the pace and bounced even harder. She slowed to a stop and rested in my arms, trembling. I could feel her pussy twitching as she caught her breath. I flipped her onto her back so that she was lying on the back seat and slid my dick back into her, which caused her moaning to resume. It felt great to be able to set the pace and fuck her harder in this position. My hands wandered from pinching her nipples to admiring her tight stomach until finally I rested it on her neck and lightly choked her. I had barely noticed that all this time she was clawing at my back, leaving bright red scratches that took days to heal. As I was choking her, it dawned on me how adorable she really was. How funny that we easily could have been in a committed relationship rather than me fucking her in a car outside of her church. This was much better. The car door opened, and I jolted upright, terrified that one of the adults from the party had found us. I was relieved to find that it was just Max and Maddie, who sat themselves in the front seats. Don't stop, Maddie said. I just wanted to see you finish. I laughed and told her that she had to take her top off if she wanted to watch. She pulled her dress and bra off and squeezed her tits together with her arms putting on a little show for me. Better? I leaned back into Annie and sucked onto her neck as I started fucking her again. I railed her slowly and forcefully, savoring every inch of her pussy. Maddie placed her hand on my ass and held it there as I fucked her friend. I was starting to pick up the pace when Annie loudly said, Come for me, please baby, I want you to come on my tummy. 
Evidently, that's all the encouragement I needed as I felt myself close to erupting. I pulled out and jerked my cock furiously, causing my seed to leap all the way up to her tits, and a bit landed on her face. She took her hand and smeared the cum that was on her chin up into her mouth. Oh my fucking god, was all I said as I collapsed back onto the seat. After that, we all quickly got into various stages of dress and stepped out of the car. The girls wanted to drink some more, so we handed them the bottle, figuring we would hang around for a few minutes, you know, just to be polite. That didn't work out, however, as they were being very loud as they drank. We were sure to be heard, and at that moment it became very clear to Max and I that we had two highly intoxicated girls under the age of 21 in a very public place. We quickly said our goodbyes and peeled out of the parking lot, leaving them very puzzled. We never saw them again, but to this day, we sometimes reflect on the legendary Mormon girls. Thanks for listening, everyone. If this show got you hard or wet, then you owe me a five-star rating. Go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button, and don't forget to tune in next time.